the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello. Uh, let's see. All, I don't know what I wanted to say. All, everyone, dear listeners, my fellow Americans and other human beings across the planet. Hello, I'm Dennis Prager. And I admit I'm worried about my country. The changes that have taken place in the last few months are mind-boggling. This story, this is a killer here. This is this is another sport ruined. Giants players manager kneel during national anthem. Did any Giants players stand? Are you aware? I can't see in the picture everyone is kneeling. I, I don't know. I, I don't see how you could watch baseball now, or at least the Giants. I mean, it's it, it, the, see, the pressure is enormous. You don't kneel, you're a racist. Not you do kneel, and you have degraded the experience of the flag and the national anthem. This notion that it's not meant as a sign of disrespect for the flag it is just <laughs> it's it's the orwellian world we live in up is down and down is up we're supposed to stand everybody please rise for the national anthem i won't rise i will go to the ground oh but that's not at all disrespectful anyway i i still I still I reject the premise that America's racist. There's a poll out, but it was a Wall Street Journal poll. That, uh, what is it, what percent of Americans, 60? 56% of Americans think America is racist. That means 56% of them, if that's true, you don't believe it, and I, and I, I don't know. I don't know whether I believe it or not, but I... If it, to the extent that it is true, it means that people accept what they're told, not not what they experience. Do you do you do the fifty six percent of Americans in their daily life perceive that this country is racist? The the whole thing about the police killing blacks as sort of as a racist hobby is all a lie. But there's the truth is not an issue as that black museum put out objectivity is a white value. The very notion of dividing Americans between black and white. I told you 20 years ago the left is making war on the American Trinity. 
Please read my book, Still the Best Hope. It explains the left and America in one volume better than anything I have come across. Still the Best Hope by Dennis Prager. They are making a war against the American Trinity. I said this 20 years ago. The American Trinity is in God we trust, liberty, and e pluribus unum. From many one. Thomas Friedman, a good leftist on the New York Times, wants to rename the motto from many, many. That's what they're doing. From many, many, not from many, one. The only way diversity can work is if everyone unites with a certain identity. That is the only way it can possibly work. Yes. Well, indeed, somebody put up a tearful Facebook post that was sent to me. A woman whose two sons live in New York, she lives in California, have told her, F you, uh, we're not speaking anymore because uh, she uh, supports the president. Saying to a parent, F you, is that foreign to you? Foreign doesn't even, you see, that that's the thing, it's... It, it it it's so incredible to me to curse a parent. Of course, all of this is considered, you know, white values, I guess, or or bourgeois middle class values, or the worst, Judeo Christian. There should be. A uh, there should be a, a demonstration. Thousands of clergy, Catholic, Protestant, Jew, Mormon. They they should thousands should be gathered somewhere. Or just write a petition and and sign it. We want to remind Americans that there is a God who said, "Thou shalt not steal." AOC is the antithesis of that belief. She justifies the stealing, the looting, the smashing. I don't know if she justifies the smashing, but how do you loot if you don't smash? You get a key, get a master key. Oh, can't say master key. All of, by the way, all of these things prove to me how little racism there is in America. Oh, master bedroom, that's racist. Uncle Ben, that's racist. Washington Redskins, that's racist. See, American Indians don't think it's racist. Only only the media do. The media have told Americans what to think, and they have accepted it. Or so the polls say, there is only one way to stop the undoing of the American Revolution and the undoing of America. There is only one way right now. And that is to re-elect this president. Whatever you think of him is irrelevant. He is not the issue. America is the issue.
that people cannot rise above their dislike of the president and understand that the left's aims under Biden. Biden is is simply a facade for Bernie Sanders and AOC and the rest. The left runs the Democratic Party. Biden is a figurehead. Victor Davis Hanson theorizes that they will just gradually remove him from office with great honor. (laughs) If he is elected. How How do kids say that? I know how. There is there is no there is no thou shalt or thou shalt not anymore. So what the left has filled the void. Thou shalt be anti racist. We have a new Ten Commandments. Thou shalt loathe America. Thou shalt divide people by race, gender and well, is it race, gender, and class? Yes, race, gender, class. That's the that's the new trinity. What is happening to conservative students on campuses? We're going to invite this young woman from Syracuse University. Syracuse University. This is not NYU. This is Syracuse. What was the proof that I had? Well, I offered yesterday a proof about how profoundly... Oh, yes, the Redskins issue. The Redskins polled. You know who overwhelmingly more supported the name change? The youngest Americans. The indoctrination has taken effect. You cannot send your kid to a regular school. Here's more proof. Washington Free Beacon... Virginia urges slavery lessons for kindergartners. Virginia kindergarten students will learn about institutional racism alongside the alphabet according to the new curriculum recommendations created for the upcoming school year. Loudoun County is adding social justice to the mission of teaching elementary school students reading, writing, and arithmetic. The Washington, D.C. suburb, the richest county in the country. Did you read this article? It gets worse. President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. You will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text Prager to 88022 for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's P-R-A-G-E-R to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. Paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. All right, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Let me just read this. Got a full line. I know you have a lot to say, folks. And I actually find it invaluable to speak with you. Loudoun County in Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C., is adding social justice to the mission of teaching elementary school students. The Washington, D.C. suburb is the richest county in the country. I I love when people still have this, oh, the wealthy are Republicans. 
<laughs> so, the people, well, they don't care about truth, so it is what it is. This is the worst. You, are you ready? This is going to bother you. Who do you think they've teamed up with at Loudoun County to make the curriculum for kindergartners about social justice? It's worse. The Southern Poverty Law Center. A hate group. Loudoun County has aligned itself with a left-wing hate group. We have a video on them at PragerU. But you know what is amazing? There's no such thing to the left, or to liberals even, as a left-wing hate group. Only, only right-wing hate groups. Who are they, by the way? Is there a right-wing hate group that is anywhere as large as the ACLU or, or the Southern Poverty Law Center? Can you name one? I can't. has teamed up with the Southern Poverty Law Center's education arm, Teaching Tolerance. Oh, my God, it is Orwellian. The thought that the left would have a curriculum called Teach Tolerance. Teach tolerance of all views you agree with. The proposed lesson plan recommends restructuring history and social studies classes to emphasize slavery as fundamental to American society for students from kindergarten to the fifth grade. See, this is, again, one of my proofs. That's what they keep. This is the, the return to the preoccupation with slavery. It is an astonishing thing. Wow. Because there's so little racism today, so that you have to be preoccupied with slavery. Sugarcoating or ignoring slavery until later grades makes students more upset. Get that? Or even resistant to true stories about American history, the documents say. Long before we teach algebra, we teach its component parts. We should structure history instruction the same way. See, the component parts of America, slavery. Following parent complaints, a district spokesman told the Washington Free Beacon on Monday that the changes are optional. The teaching tolerance resources are optional, spokesman Rob Doolittle said. Parents who have queried LCPS, what's LCPS? I guess Loudoun County Public School about these resources have been informed that they are optional. They have a teacher who speaks anonymously, who teaches the lower grades. What they're really trying to do is divide people as early as they can, starting now with kindergartners. They're really going to be inciting hate, the teacher said. They're pointing out that there's whiteness and blackness, and that's crazy. No, it's evil. The guide encourages educators to create opportunities for kindergarten, first, and second grade students to learn about, quote, activism and action civics. Students should study examples of role models from the past and present and ask themselves, how can I make a difference, the guide says. These conversations about slavery 
should lead into discussion about current injustices, particularly those that continue to disenfranchise and oppress the descendants of enslaved people and possibilities for activism and reform. Will they have the time to do that in between Drag Queen Story Hour? You send your kindergartner, you send a kid of any grade to a regular school in the United States. Don't be surprised if when they're 25, they go, F you. Just understand that, unless you hate America too, in which case they will embrace you. They're learning to hate the country. The public school was created to make Americans. It is now there to make anti-Americans. Well, the United States, the United Soviet States of America, USSA. God, the people who came here from communist countries, if they're not going out of their minds, then they're probably, they've started to drink. You come to America for liberty You've escaped the hell of communism and you see communists taking over America. I I knew that the left wanted to destroy this country, but the uh, the widespread acceptance of it has, has even taken me aback. You must fight. That's the point. You must fight. Dan in Minneapolis, happy city. Hello, Dan. Dennis, hi. Hi. I put my phone down. Um, how's your back? I prayed for you quite a while ago when you hurt your back. Well, your prayers worked. Thank you. Good, good. Anyway, yeah, I, want, I have a comment about taking a meal. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, recently, we were, I was in a protest, fourth anniversary of the murder of Toledo Castile. The, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the the I'm not familiar. You t- you took part in a protest. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. And, and the protest and was. Side, I'm sorry. Forgive me. The protest was with regard to what? Um, the fourth anniversary of Philando Castile's murder by the police. Okay, I'm not familiar with it. Okay, go ahead. Anyway. What I'm trying to say is that a lot of people, and I did this time, who take a meal, aren't against America. It's not against America. It's it's a protest against police brutality. That's why we do it. I love our country. Well, I'm happy to hear that, and I'm, I'm very totally serious. When it is done during the national anthem... It is a statement that I won't stand for that flag. I just don't see any other interpretation. Yes, everybody, Dennis Prager here. An extraordinary American is Charlie Kirk, founder and president of Turning Point USA, and he's leading a campaign called Divest You. He has a video on that subject. In fact... At PragerU. Charlie, great to be with you. Dennis, great to be here. God bless you. Thank you. Where are you right now? I am in Phoenix, Arizona right now, thankfully stationary, 
and uh, for a couple days and just have been overseeing and managing this project that's been about a week. Uh, we released it last uh, last Tuesday, Wednesday. And I'll tell you, Dennis, this was inspired largely by you. I was at one of your speeches where it might have been at a TPUSA event where you said conservatives should no longer be funding their alma mater. And I did a video for PragerU on that subject. And I remember you said it would be better if conservative donors burned their money than actually gave it to the college they went to. And it's been incredible, Dennis. In one week, we have successfully divested $19 million from higher education of donors that decommitted and pulled their gifts. It's been incredible. How do you know that? We've worked with these donors to do it. So we have had an outpouring amount of response. We started with about $6 million in decommitted gifts of some of our donors that pulled their money from Harvard and Yale and University of Southern California. And I got a call this last Sunday from a donor who pulled a $7 million gift, $7 million gift from a small school in New Jersey. And this, the, outpour, the outpouring amount of support is amazing, Dennis. And our argument is that conservatives have a moral obligation to withdraw their money from these institutions. If you're worried about the country, if you're worried about the country in perpetual decline as you kind of see it right now, then why would you put your hard-earned dollars and resources towards the institution that is contributing to that decline more so than any other? This is uh, encouraging, but the sums are beyond belief. Berkeley received a billion dollars last year. One school. How was that possible? One school. Charles, I I find that amazing. Well, and and the idea that these are tax-free entities that endlessly are able to raise tuition, teach our kids to hate our country, and then continue to grow their asset pool as if they are a New York City-based hedge fund is incomprehensible to me. And I, I looked at that document from Berkeley. They, they are bragging that in one year, one fiscal year, they expanded their assets by $1 billion. Mind you, while also continuing to have their students go endlessly into debt that they can learn how awful of a country that we live in. And that's just Berkeley. I mean, Harvard has a $40 billion-plus endowment. University of Texas Austin has a $30 billion-plus endowment. Stanford has a $25 billion-plus endowment. And, and at what point will conservative donors in particular say, they don't need my money, and even worse than that, they're using my money to train the next generation of left-wing activists? That's why I said, and I'm very touched that I uh, I triggered this idea. I did not know that. I'm very touched, and I thank you. If there's anybody I would like to touch, it's you, because you then run with it and organize massive, uh, massive activity on its behalf. You are right. I I want to just explain to my listeners the burning line. If if, if you burned a million dollars then a million dollars is gone, but it's not being used harmfully. But if you give money to 95% of the colleges of this country, it is being used harmfully. They will, they will raise more angry, unhappy, bitter, 
anti-American people. So, uh, it, and, and then then parents wonder what happened to my child. Well, why did you give a hundred thousand dollars to X Y Z University? That's exactly right. And Dennis, the one thing about burning the money, at least you get the utility of a short-term spurt of warmth. Unlike yes. if you give it to university, it does nothing of a utility. And I say that, of course, you know, sarcastic. No, no, it's not. Um, it's not sarcastic. You, you really got it, my friend. All right. Uh, so I want to hear what people should do. Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA and the new movement Divest You. You should see his uh, five-minute video with PragerU on the subject. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. Final question for a very powerful, extraordinary young man. Oh, yes, one second. Charlie, I'll be with you in one second. I want to remind everybody quickly about uh, Sierra Pacific, specifically Andrew and Todd. The rates for mortgage now are, unfortunately, ironically, I mean, it's it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing if you can get the rate, and it's a curse because we're we're that low. The reasons are not happy ones. But you, you, you might as well help yourself. The financial future of the country and of its citizens is in question so I, if you're thinking of a refi, a new purchase, cash out refi, even a reverse mortgage, go to andrewandtodd.com, andrewandtodd.com. They are with Sierra Pacific, andrewandtodd.com, 888-888-1172, andrewandtodd.com. Charlie Kirk is the founder of... And he, he's he's almost uh, he almost has a divine presence at TPUSA. <laughs> he is the creator. You 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 know why? And look, you know I'm not a blasphemer, uh, Charlie. Big believer in God, as you know. But you you are a creator. You ex nihilo. You made Turning Point USA. Is that correct? And that is correct, out of nothing, and you're very kind, Dennis. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I am kind, but that's beside. <laughs> I mean, hey, thank you for that statement. But uh, I, I am kind, but it has nothing to do with what I said. What I said, I said because I, I'm telling the truth. So how do people get involved in Divest You? So they can go to divestu.com. I encourage every person listening to this to do so. And, and by the way, there's a, just let me tell, there's a link at, at DennisPrager.com if that's easier for people. It doesn't matter to us. Either way, go ahead. Terrific. Great. Well, and what, we, what we're doing, Dennis, as part of this is that divestment has long been a tactic of the radical left. And Dennis, you've been talking about the dangers of the boycott divestment sanctions movement of the anti-Zionist, anti-Israel, anti-Jewish community here and around the world. And they've been very effective. Uh, divestment is a tactic that we as conservatives have really stayed away from. Probably good reason. Divestment just feels very mob-like and, you know, probably not something that we would pro- do otherwise. But we are fooling ourselves if we don't see how effective it can be to actually challenge institutions. And if there's ever been a time to employ this tactic, 
especially with money we are voluntarily contributing. It's right now. I mean, I look at the major contributors to Stanford and Harvard and Yale and some of these other massive institutions that are so outwardly and brazenly indoctrinating the next generation. It is conservative business people, conservative philanthropists that have been writing the $100 million checks, the $10 million checks. And just imagine, Dennis, what Prager University and Turning Point USA, if we split it 50-50, could do with the one billion dollars mm, that University uh, of yeah. California Berkeley got, just we, we, no, we could turn the country around. That's that, correct. That that is That's the. Right. It is only an issue of more money. That is exactly correct for you, uh, for TTP USA, and for PragerU. People are worried That's about right. the country. There's a, there's a a a very real solution. Enable such groups to affect more young people. That's exactly right. And to be able to to fight and to be able to point out exactly why our culture is in decline and then educate the next generation as to why our country is decent, benevolent, and the least racist multiracial country ever to exist in the history of the world. And Dennis, to just, you know, also reinforce something I said earlier, you've been unafraid to talk about this issue for years, and you've given so many people confidence to be able to say that, especially when we have so many weak Republicans that they would do do them well to watch a singular PragerU video of why our country is decent and incredibly accepting and welcoming. It seems as if they just have no understanding of how to articulate that. But with all that being said, Dennis, it's time for conservatives to start to play offense again. And at the very least, stop giving the universities what they need. They need these multi-billion dollar endowments. And I'll tell you, Dennis, outside of the Stanford Yale and Harvard, where they're sitting on 20, 30, 40 billion dollars each, where we're seeing this really play a very interesting role is these smaller liberal arts universities that have a 30 million dollar endowment. When they lose a five million dollar gift, that really sends shockwaves to that institution. And so we're, we are really pinpointing a lot of our focus on some of these smaller, even more radical liberal art in, liberal arts mm-hmm. institutions. And right. you know exactly the type of schools I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, like Swarthmore. Uh, you know, there's exactly. some that, that's right. Well, bless you, my friend. He, he's, he is really something. He like he woke up one day as a young, very young man and said, I, I'm going to change the next generation. And he's working on it. When I speak at TPUSA conferences, there are there are thousands of students there, thousands. What do we say? What is the uh, PragerU is the Air Force and and TPUSA is, is the Ground Forces? Yeah. Well, not just the Army, the Marines too. So we need a third group to be the Navy. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> He's wonderful. Please, uh, so the divest you, either go divestyou.com or just go through DennisPrager.com. When I, when I, I don't think, that, no, I don't, forget I don't think. There is no parallel of which I am aware in history of people spending money to have their children loathe what they stand for. It's it's truly, I, I have to believe, unprecedented. And if they got the message, they would change. Our college teaches truth. 
That's all we have to say. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, all. Dennis Prager here, and in Pittsburgh, it's Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Hey, I talked to your screener, and I know you're probably up against a break in a minute. I just wanted to say uh, that I love your show. Uh, I grew up hating politics, but I come from a very uh, conservative family, and I happened to come across your show while I was in a little bit of trouble and serving some time in a state prison. And I absolutely loved the things that I heard, and I've been as much of a loyal listener as I can be uh, ever since. First time I ever caught a radio show. And what I wanted to tell you, Dennis, was I'm a parent of a six-year-old boy who is out of school because of the COVID-19 pandemic, which I think is absolutely ridiculous because there is a better way to handle uh, that situation in terms of educating our children and still keeping the schools and the staff safe. The second thing I wanted to say was, even though you might think that I have a disrespect of authority, I actually feel the opposite. I think that a small percentage that is bad does not reflect the organization and entities as a whole. And I think what's going on in the countries, the communities around the country is sickening and scary. And the third thing I wanted to say, because I know I'm unpacking a lot, your screener said the same thing. The third thing I wanted to say is uh, I work at a pizza shop, and even though the business is booming with the pandemic and a lot of the closures, one of the things I'm seeing is that they're handing out a lot of extra unemployment money to people like me. In fact, I got overpaid, and then the Secret Service contacted me and basically advised me don't spend a dime, uh, which I'm fine with because I'm working. But one of my coworkers can't even afford to pay her rent. And her money through regular unemployment is not being paid. And I just think that's very sad and very unfortunate. Well, listen, thank you. You're right. You're right. The country should not have been closed down. Sweden didn't close down, and they never closed the schools. They had one death uh, the last time I looked, one death uh, uh, on some day recently. They had a higher percentage than the U.S., that is true. But they didn't close their society. I am I am happy to hear that you could listen to my show in prison. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yes. My friends, this is all a function of the need to believe in something. And we didn't give them America, and we didn't give them religion, and we didn't give them God. So they got social justice.